Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to Mary, Queen of Peace Parish, as we celebrate the 14th Sunday in Ordinary Time. A special welcome is extended to those who are visiting with us today and to anyone returning home to our parish community. You are always welcome here. We have two announcements this weekend. The details of all of our announcements may be found in the bulletin and in online. We invite. Do you crave deeper relationship with God, your friends, neighbors, fellow parishioners? yourself? Join us for a unique and potentially transformative opportunity. We will host year-long small discipleship groups in celebration of the National Eucharistic Revival. We go forth. We are hosting a suicide prevention training on July 13th. The training will cover the warning signs of someone who may be in crisis and how you can respond. Assisting us today as our lectors are Tess Ketty and Tina Preisner. Our altar server is Conrad Butler. I am your cantor, Christine Jordanoff, assisted by my grandson, my granddaughter, <laughs> Liliana Jordanoff. <laughs> our organist is Bill Brinzer. Our celebrant is Father Michael Stumpf. Let us all now stand, if you are able, for the entrance procession and join with each other in singing our opening hymn, Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, number 567. Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Grace and peace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with all of you. And with your spirit. Good evening, everyone. Good evening, Father. Celebrating the 14th Sunday of Ordinary Time, continuing to walk with Christ as Christ walks with us in Matthew's Gospel, and we accompany one another. As we enter into these sacred mysteries, we know, as always, we must, become, we must come before the Lord meek and humble and ask for God's mercy. 
Lord Jesus, you are the way. Lord, have mercy. Christ Jesus, you are the truth. Christ, have mercy. Lord Jesus, you are the life. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us of our sin, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. We together glorify God as we say, glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to people of goodwill. We praise you, we bless you, we adore you, we glorify you. We give you thanks for your great glory. Lord God, heavenly King, O God, Almighty Father, Lord Jesus Christ, only begotten Son, Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. You take away the sins of the world, receive our prayer. You are seated at the right hand of the Father, have mercy on us. For you alone are the Holy One, you alone are the Lord, you alone are the Most High, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit, in the glory of God the Father, amen. Gathering our prayers together, let us pray. God, who in the abasement of your Son have raised up a fallen world, fill your faithful with holy joy. For on those that you have rescued from the slavery to sin, you bestow eternal gladness. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Let us be seated and attentive to the Word of God. A reading from the book of the prophet Zechariah. Thus says the Lord, Rejoice heartily, O daughter Zion. Shout for joy, O daughter Jerusalem. See, your king shall come to you. A just savior is he, meek and riding on an ass, on a colt, the foal of an ass. He shall banish the chariot from Ephraim and the horse from Jerusalem. The warrior's bow shall be banished and he shall proclaim peace to the nations. His dominion shall be from sea to sea and from the river to the ends of the earth. The word of the Lord. Our responsorial can be found at number 1131 in the hymnal. I will praise your name forever.
reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. Brothers and sisters, you are not in the flesh. On the contrary, you are in the Spirit, if only the Spirit of God dwells in you. Whoever does not have the Spirit of Christ does not belong to Him. If the Spirit of the one who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, the one who raised Christ from the dead will give life to your mortal bodies also through His Spirit that dwells in you. Consequently, brothers and sisters, we are not debtors to the flesh, to live according to the flesh. For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the Spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. The Word of the Lord. Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, o Lord. At that time, Jesus exclaimed, I give you praise, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, for although you've hidden these things from the wise and the learned, you have revealed them to little ones. Yes, Father, such has been your gracious will. All things have been handed over to me by my Father. No one knows the Son except the Father, and no one knows the Father except the Son, and anyone to whom the Son wishes to reveal him. Come to me, all you who labor and are burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you, and learn from me, for I am meek and humble of heart, and you will find rest for yourselves, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ.
two uh, little anecdotes as I begin. I've been thinking a lot about uh, one of my dear friends, now deceased friends. He was a spiritual director, a companion. Uh, he was a friend. He was a martial arts instructor. He was uh, a lot of things in my life. And one of his most famous lines and phrases that he would use all the time, he would say, do what I say, not what I do. <laughs> and he'd do that when he was talking about whether it was uh, teaching or, or sharing as, as, as a priest and as a, um, as a follower of the Lord. He would say that about something he made a mistake on when he was teaching something in more shorts, you know, the, the wrong way to twist the arm or something like that. But do what I say, not what I do. But there was something so uh, dear, um, there was something so humorous, and there was something quite refreshing about that, because he was acknowledging that he too, of course, even if he was the so-called master, right, was someone who didn't always do it right, <laughs> who made mistakes. Um, and there was something encouraging and comforting, and in some ways made you want to work harder. Second little anecdote, um, one of the finest compliments I have ever received came out of the synod listening sessions that happened about a year and a half ago in our parish community. And out of those synod listening sessions, there was a number of uh, particular comments and themes that came forward, and actually there's been kind of a pastoral plan that's been developed around those. But one of those comments was actually about me as a priest and us as priests in the parish community. And the, and the comment that was repeated by a couple was that the priests here are not just priests, but they're also disciples. That's one of the finest compliments I feel I've ever received in my life, right? Not just a priest, but a fellow disciple. I, and, and I don't always do it well. <laughs> I don't always do it right. Uh, I, I, I struggle with what the journey of discipleship means as well. And that doesn't necessarily take away from or, or, or that I'll ever remove myself from being priest. You know, I'm the one up here giving the homily right now, right? You're not. I get that. Right? I get that. You know? so, so in some ways, I know I'm called in some ways to be more of the teacher or more of the leader or sometimes even more more of the example, although I sometimes fail miserably at that, but, 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 but also a disciple, somebody who's also a companion on the journey, accompanying you and you're accompanying me. That's a really high compliment for me anyways, one of the greatest I've received in my life. We hear from the gospel passage today probably another one of those favorite images and uh, metaphors of Christ, that, of, of all of the scripture. Certainly we know that probably one of our favorite images of Jesus would be the good shepherd, right? We like talking about Jesus as the good shepherd. But today we hear him talk about how although it is hidden from the wise and the learned, it is revealed to the little ones or oftentimes translated the childlike, right? The, the little people of God, the, those who are open and trusting and, and, and hopeful within the Lord. And so the childlike or the little ones, great image, image that we probably all love. And maybe even more so, the final lines, come to me, 
all you who labor and are burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am meek and humble of heart, and you will find rest for yourselves, for my yoke is easy and my burden light. And certainly, in the midst of all of the weariness of our lives that are experienced in so many ways, right? The, 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 the weariness of our relationships, the weariness of our bodies, the weariness of, you know, the, 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 the conflict and the political climate and the violence that seems to be happening around us, the, the conflict of, of just, or, or the, the weariness of our very selves. Right? It's so good to kind of hear those, those words of comfort and consolation from Christ. Come to me, all you who are weary and find life burdensome. I'll give you rest. Take my yoke. I want to just give a little bit of a, a, a different context, though, and maybe even something that hopefully brings a little bit more meaning to this image that is probably so powerful and that we, that we appreciate so much in the midst of the weariness of our lives. It's an interesting place in the Gospel of Matthew. It's an interesting place because we've just got through a bunch of sayings that we've heard over the last three weeks. There's a bunch of random sayings that were thrown together, but oftentimes those sayings of Christ were talking about discipleship. And not only were they talking about discipleship, but they were talking about the struggles of discipleship, the persecutions and things that were going to happen, and, and, and how we too, like Christ, had to, in many ways, take up our cross and follow, and, and even put him before father and mother, you know, son or daughter. And so the, the really just some of the incredible challenges of discipleship. But what has also happened immediately before this in the Gospel of Matthew is we're starting to see more and more rejection happening by the Jewish or Israelite people, those who were the first receivers of the covenant, and particularly, we're starting to see a mounting opposition, especially of the people like the scribes and the Pharisees, those who are the teachers and the sharers and the leaders of the law, of their religion, and also much more than that, politics teaching. It was all kind of wrapped all together within that Jewish culture of Christ in his time, right? So we're hearing a, a growing opposition and rejection from those people, and then there is the others, who, the few, who are accepting, and oftentimes those are not necessarily the religious leaders, but people like the little ones, the childlike. It's the wise and the learned, if you will, right, that are the ones who are rejecting him. And so as that goes on, and as there's that contrast between the wise and the learned and the childlike and the little ones, and moving then into the understanding of Jesus saying to me, come to me, all you labor and are burdened, and I will give you rest. There's also a contrast there between the burdens of the scribes and the Pharisees and the way they share, teach, and lead religion that oftentimes, as we hear in the scriptures, is couched with self-righteousness, full of, I'm better than you, 
a lot of ego, and then the law, right, that is sometimes used and experienced as something that is pushed upon, or even I would use the strength of the word oppressive, right? That's the way, right? We hear lines in Scripture in Matthew's Gospel, like, you know, Jesus challenging them, saying, you put burdens on people's back, and you do not lift a finger to carry it, Right? Do you hear the contrast there? And then Jesus says, come to me, because I am meek and humble, and my burden is light. Interestingly, the way his teaching, his sharing, his leadership is, is something very different from that of those who are rejecting as the wise and the learned and those who are the little ones who are accepting with openness, meekness, humility. His way is much more a way of apprenticeship might be a better word for us. Discipleship is much more about apprenticeship than it is about someone like me standing up here and feeding you a bunch of stuff so that you can be like me. Right, right? Goodness gracious, don't do that. <laughs> so it's beautiful. It's, it's like an apprenticeship. And so when Jesus talks about his yoke that is easy, it actually is more a, a word that's kind. It's fitted properly. And once again, what is happening is that burden isn't just being placed upon you. It's being placed upon you and me. I'm walking with you. You're walking with me. We are walking and journeying with each other as disciples. It's a beautiful thing. That's a little bit of, excuse me, Christian pedagogy for you. (laughs) That's a little bit of Christian way of education for you, right? It's much more about apprenticeship. It's much more about um, walking with, journeying with, we don't, we don't share the Christian faith with people by feeding some people a bunch of facts or, 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 or holding people at sword point or something like that. Man, that never works. Apprenticeship is much more like, discipleship is much more like, the burden that is easy and light is because it's carried together is much more like the singing that we're hearing here, right? It's right, right? It's a sharing it's a walking with. It's a journeying with. I actually went to Lily and, jo- and, uh, and Christine, you know, grandma and granddaughter. Not grandson, granddaughter, right? Uh, yeah, right? So, so, so that, that accompaniment, that walking with, that sharing and growing, and the inspiration you receive from one another. I actually went to the QPR training that they've advertised or talked about in the opening announcements, which is actually about understanding awareness of suicide, those who are actually considering, you know, the, the, you know their life is just so miserable that they're, they're at, the, at wit's end. And interestingly enough, by the end of the understanding of the training, the last one is response, QPR response, and the response is, it it's, takes incredible commitment. You've got to accompany. You've got to say, hey, let let's go to the hospital, right? I have some resources. I'd be happy to share those with you. Um, you know, can I, you know, can, can, do you need somebody to sit with you right now? Do you hear that, right? It's absolutely about accompaniment, apprenticeship, and thanks be to God, this Christian journey 
is not something we've got to do alone. It's a burden that's pulled together. It's coming together in a communion line, <laughs> united, <laughs> yoked together with one another, right? And, and with and in the Lord, so that we are, are, are experiencing transformation, God's love, God's grace together. Don't always do it well, but one of the finest compliments, you know? A disciple as well as a priest. Because really, sharing and experiencing the power, the message of the gospel in Christ is much more about apprenticeship and accompaniment than it is about anything else. Together as God's people, we stand and profess one faith. I believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages. God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, consubstantial with the Father. Through him all things are made. For us and for our salvation, he came down from heaven. And by the Holy Spirit was incarnate the Virgin Mary and became man. For our sake, he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried and rose again on the third day in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins, look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come, amen. Coming before the Lord with the trust of little ones, we bring these needs and petitions. And our response can be, hear us, O Lord. For Pope Francis, that he may receive grace, blessing, and perseverance, we pray, hear us, O Lord. For all those persecuted for their faith, that they may find courage, peace, and freedom, we pray. For all those struggling to find adequate food, shelter, water, or other necessities of life, may they find relief, we pray. For all those on our prayer request list in the bulletin, that their pain and suffering be eased by our prayers, we pray. We go forth for all those endangered by storms, wildfires, or other environmental disasters, that they find safety, we pray. For all of those who have died in our parish community, may they be welcomed into God's kingdom, we pray. And we remember today Ella Pager and all the intentions present on the altar along with those we hold in the silence of our hearts. We pray. 
and calling on the loving intercession of our patron and mother, we pray together, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death, amen. Mary, Queen of Peace, pray for us. Our song for the presentation of the gifts, it can be found on the inside back cover of the hymnal, Sacred Silence. Christ and one another, we offer our gifts and lives. Pray, sisters and brothers, my sacrifice and yours will be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. For the praise and glory of his name, for our good and good of all, God's holy church. May this oblation dedicated to your name purify us, Lord, and day by day bring our conduct closer to the life of heaven. Through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. 
lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and just. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere, to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God. For you've laid the foundations of the world and have arranged the changing of times and seasons. You formed us in your own image and set us over the whole world in all its wonder to rule in your name over all you've made and to forever praise you in your mighty works through Christ. And so, with all the angels and saints, we praise you as in joyful celebration we acclaim. Indeed, holy, O Lord, the font of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, sending your spirit upon them like the dewfall, that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed, he entered willingly into his passion. He took bread, said the blessing, broke the bread, gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this all of you, and eat of it. This is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, once more giving thanks, gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it. This is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. Therefore, we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection. We offer you, Lord, the bread of life, the chalice of salvation, giving thanks you've held us worthy to be in your presence and to minister to you. Humbly we pray, partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church, which is spread throughout the world. Bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, David, our Bishop, all the clergy, all who serve and lead your people. Remember also all of our sisters and brothers who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection, all who have died in your mercy. 
welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with blessed Joseph, her spouse, the blessed apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life, to praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. At the Savior's command, formed by divine teaching, we dare to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from all evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may be free from sin, safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope, the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom and the power and the glory are yours now and forever. Lord, you said to your apostles, peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sin, but on the faith of your church. Graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, for you live and reign forever and ever. Amen. Peace of the Lord be with you. And with your spirit. We offer one another some sign of Christ's peace. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my room, but only say the word of my soul shall be. Lord Jesus, through baptism we are one in you and each other. We believe that you are present in the blessed sacrament, in the word and in the Christian community, and we believe that the power of your love has no limits. For those who cannot physically be here with us, we humbly ask you 
through the power of your most Holy Spirit, that in this act of sacred communion, we are all made stronger in our love for you and one another. Wherever we are, we are your church, yearning through your grace to be witnesses of your kingdom in our thoughts, words, and deeds. Amen. Our song for communion is also found in the inside back cover of the hymnal, The Supper of the Lord. Precious body,
Let us pray. Grant, we pray, O Lord, that having been replenished by such great gifts, we may gain the prize of salvation and never cease to praise you through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. May the blessings of Almighty God be upon you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Go in peace, glorifying the Lord by your lives. Thanks be to God. Our closing hymn is... Now think we all are God, number 636. Please rise. <laughs> <laughs>